Spiders Athletics all year round. W291CL Lakeside Richmond. WURVHD2 Richmond. We are 1061 ESPN. Sports until nine, well, until ten. It's nine oh two now. We thank you for tuning in. Uh, we uh, want to thank John for joining us. I got a little note here. I, want to, I just saw this that George McGinnis, um, Hall of Famer, died at uh, seventy three, and uh, he had a, he had a heart attack a week ago at his home, and he did not survive it. Long, obviously, uh, long term as he's passed away at age seventy three. Was a, yeah, he, he jumped out. He had Indiana one year for the for the uh, Hoosiers and led the league in scoring and rebounding. And jumped to the ABA, made his bones in the NBA, and uh, he came to the NBA. I know he played with uh, with uh, Julius Irving, I believe, in the ABA and in Philadelphia in the NBA. And there, I think I can't remember. It seemed to me that it did not work out. Hello? We're on the air here. Folks, lights on. Thank you very much. We're here. We're live talking sports. <laughs> I guess I need to shut my, my uh, studio door. Anyway, I like it open. I like the breeze. I like the free, free air. Uh, anyway, he, he was on the team with Julius Irving, as I mentioned, in Philly. But for some reason, I'm remembering, and I, I could be out to lunch on this, but I don't think so. Um, there's a third player on that team who's also an all-star. In other words, one of them had to go because one ball doesn't satisfy the three guys that are trying to shoot and score and have the talent that the three guys had. In other words, you want two guys like like Jordan and Pippen. Then you need someone like, uh, golly, who was the basketball player from the from Alabama? Started with an H that played, and we've been through this before, that played with uh uh, Jordan and Pippen, but he won a dominating player, but he could score when needed to. And if those guys were having an off night, he could light it up. And I don't remember him who played, he, his name who played for the Chicago Bulls at the time uh, when they were running some, uh, they had, they, remember they won three and then Jordan retired and he came back for three more. He was one of those three sets, I think the first three. You know, you need a rod, but you need something like that. You don't need, you don't need three full-time scores and McGinnis, I think, was the one that got jettisoned. All right, Espo, what do you got there, horse? Everybody needs a Rodman, don't you know that? <laughs> what a player he was. Depends on, how you, depends on how you mean it. Go right ahead. Uh, well, I, I mean it the way we ought to mean it, which is that guy could play some defense, let me tell you. Yeah, he could play hey, defense uh, and rebound. He was kind of, he, he kicked cameramen and all like that. He kind of sometimes went overboard. Oh, yeah, listen, he, he, he was 
character, but you know, well, I never, he didn't punch anybody in the face like this Draymond Green. Well, character. that's where Green learned it from uh, from Robin. And Green yeah, Green needs to be one. suspended for a long time because that was, a, was that was a flagrant it, it you know, hit. Suspension. Indefinite, yep. man. I you're gone. Yeah. Yep. You got to apply to get back in. Yep, I let me, agree. Yeah, let me allay John's concerns about that TRO in West Virginia. I read it. Oh, good. Um, now, remember, TRO is just sort of a pause. It doesn't mean anybody's going to win like a preliminary injunction. Usually, if you get one of those, it means you're going to win. Uh, but a TRO is a little different. You, you can go into court without the other side even being there yeah. and say, hey, Judge, it's going to be terrible if you don't stop this train before it gets to the, uh, to the station. So how about giving us a chance to present the case? So that's all they're doing. That's going to be done, I think, the day after Christmas or two days after. Yeah, the twenty seventh. Like Say that again. Give me, give me that short thing again. There. Well, there's, there's two different things you can get on an emergency basis. Okay, mm-hmm. you can get something called a TRO, T-R-O. a temporary restraining order uh-huh. under Rule sixty five. Nobody needs to know that, but under Rule sixty five of the court, you can go down and say, "Hey, look, I'm going to suffer irreparable harm unless you stop this train until we can." get everybody together to hear about it. Mm-hmm. And in that case, there's no guarantee you're going to win. It just means you can show you're going to be hurt. The other one is a preliminary injunction. That's a whole different game. Mm-hmm. That means you're probably going to win. If you if you win that, the other side's present. The judge is saying, look, there's a good likelihood you're going to win once we go to trial, so I'm going to stop this train uh, until we actually get it you know, uh, straight. So those are the two things going on. In the West Virginia case, it's a TRO. It's just hey, look, this kid is, is going to be uh, irreparably harmed unless we stop this rule. And, you know, the judge said, okay, I'll give the NCAA a chance to respond and you guys can have your TRO. So that's what happened. But what he said was, and this is about to make John feel good, mm-hmm. that even if, if even if the NCAA went later at the trial or whatever hearing is, they cannot enforce their restitution rule, even in the future. So he said, look, we're not going to let you punish these schools if they let these kids play. So it's it's a little more complicated than John made it sound, but the bottom line is, don't worry, John. We're not stupid at the courthouse. We know people do rotten things. And uh, no, he and was saying he, he was saying uh, he, he said, you know, I'm uh, I'm not a lawyer. I mean, you know, Espo might know, but no, I, I certainly don't. I, I just don't want there to be bad information out there implying that oh, the stupid judge, he didn't know what would happen. You know. He didn't know. So like what? All that stuff is presented to the court. What will this judge so do? What will this judge do next uh, Wednesday, the twenty seventh? What will he do? Yeah. Oh, who knows? I and mean, we have to see the briefs and see what the arguments are. But traditionally, the NCAA doesn't have a lot of good arguments on these rules. So I mean, remember there used to be a rule that if you were a kid, you couldn't even talk to your family lawyer about your scholarship. That uh. was an NCAA rule. Can you imagine that? No. The decision you make as an eighteen year old. You can't get a lawyer to advise you. So that, that rule's gone by the wayside. Another court threw that stupidity out. Um, but the bottom line is, we don't know what's going to happen, but don't worry. The, the NCAA is not going to be draconian like they usually are because the court's <laughs> not going to let Okay, so at the end of the day, uh, the restraining order will prevent uh, the uh, a judge, this judge in northern West Virginia uh, from opening up the floodgates, so to speak. Is that your, is that what your opinion is? No, he's going to prevent the NCAA from being, you know, enforcing this terrible rule that says, well, if a kid plays under my order, then now he can't play anymore. The, the court's not going to let that happen. Like, uh, say, okay, if you want to play the kid, play the kid, but we're not going to let you punish him down the road if, if for some reason the kid's wrong in his lawsuit. Like John said, but similarly at uh, – 
facility at VCU. Bamasil, excuse me, I'm pronouncing it wrong. Bamasil. Uh, I got. Yeah. <laughs> give, give me a minute. Give, let me say it ten times. I got it right. Bamasil. Uh, he's going to play tomorrow, but he could be pulled off the court by the 27th. Is what John and said. I don't think reading the order that's going to happen. I think no matter what happens, this kid's not going to. Now he may not be able. You know, I, we got to find out what the ruling is. Okay, but I think they're not going to let you punish the school and, and, by my understanding, punish the kid. I mean, he didn't do anything wrong. Now, he may not be able to play. That's probably true. But the school's not going to suffer, and neither is the kid, other than they have to comply with the NCAA rule, whatever that is. Now, I'll just tell you, traditionally what happens in these situations where you've been restrained, mm-hmm. you usually go try to work out a deal. You say, look, you know, chances are not good we're going to win this. Let's cut a deal so we can get something out of this before it's over. So, yeah, we, we don't know what's going to happen. Well, that, that John's right about that. Well, we according know. to David Teal in the paper, this is going to be a Chinese fire drill. You know, everybody go annual free agency, money-driven roster churn. It makes your favorite teams unrecognizable from one to the next, one season to the next. Is that what's going to happen, do you think? Or do you think that this one – huh? Go ahead. He's he's chicken little talking to Henny Penny. I mean, it's (laughs) – I haven't thought of Henny Penny since I was three. They aren't stupid. We broke up the bell system. Did we stop having telephones after that? I mean, come on. We, we broke up standard oil. Can you buy oil or buy gas for your car now? This is this is just typical fear-mongering by people who just don't want it to change. And the problem is, it's already changed. Well, now, David Teal's a Hall of Fame writer. I, I don't care who he is. You know, you can be wrong no matter how smart you are. Like, I can be wrong. Everybody can be wrong, and especially people that are opining about things they don't know a lot about. And with all due well, respect to sports writers, they're really good at touchdown coverage. They're really lousy at legal cases. It's an opinion by a guy who doesn't know particularly what he's talking about. Well, I would think David Teal did his homework on this. I don't think he just wrote willy-nilly well, on this I mean, thing. I, mean, I can do my homework on journalism. You want to hear me like you do David Teal? No. Well, <laughs> break he's, got, he's got a couple hours to get this story out. You think he's doing massive research at the law library? Well, now, this is, now let, let, me, let, me, let me say this about him, and that is he's just writing that out there as a possibility. I have not read his full column, which I will, that, said, that I'm sure will balance it on the other side. He's not going to willy-nilly just put something out there as, as fear-mongering. I do, I, I've, I've met David Till. I don't know him. I have him on on occasion. But I do know he, right. can, he can write a good column and a knowledgeable column. And so uh, you know, I'll read it and I'll let you know. Respect for journalists is greater than mine, but I mean the bottom line is let's wait and see and not all go off the deep end that the world's coming to an end because a judge issues a ruling. Mm. It's appealable, you know. It's a thousand things can happen between now and when it's final. Well, we'll see. Let's hope that it doesn't open up like he like he says is a possibility. Uh, he doesn't say yeah, it. He well, doesn't. He doesn't present this as a definite a situation is going to occur. He's, no, he's putting but, it out there it, as a it's, possibility. It's impossible not to say the other side, which is look, this may all well, work out great for these kids, well, which is who supposedly the NCAA is designed to protect. Remember, that's what they're there for. Well, they're, they're nappy, it's written that, right on their over their wall. Well, I, I don't know if he's being irresponsible or not because I haven't read the whole column yet. So, I, well, I haven't either, and, and I take it back if he said the yeah, other side is yeah. things may work out great. Yeah, but well, that doesn't sell newspapers. Problem. Nobody wants to hear the other side. They want to hear the sensationalistic. Oh my God, the world's coming to an end, and that's just not what usually happens since we're still here. Yeah. 
Well, I understand that, but then he, he's not that type of writer from like all the columns okay. I've read of his. He's not a he's well, not it's I like mean, go, doing a talk strong. show and going on and yeah. saying, you know, something outrageous like that uh, Tom Brady was not nearly as good as everybody thinks he's not a goat. You look at his numbers. He's he was a very average quarterback. What do you think about that? I mean, they're they're sports talk show hosts that do they put out that kind of horse manure just to get callers. And I don't do that. You know that. And I don't, no one on this no, station, no one on this station does that. None of the locals here just say something. Well, you know, uh, Manning was no good. He called Omaha at the line. What the hell that mean? You know, he's just no. he's just out there just looking at the field and got he's got great receivers. He wouldn't be anything without them. He's terrible. I mean, you know, there's that kind of thing. Teal doesn't do that kind of thing. And I'm, no, I'm just, you know, I'm sure he doesn't. But I'm just saying, if 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 the take from one reader was, oh my God, the world's coming to an end. Well, something was in that article that. Spurred John. John's not an irresponsible guy. There was something in there that spurred him to think well, that. So I, 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 all I'm saying to you is yeah. pump the brake a little bit. Just let it play out. And yeah. See what happens. And Teal is not an uh, irresponsible guy either. He's I, not. I don't, he, I, he was in Charlottesville. I never read his column. I don't know. But I, I assume what you say about him. He was uh, down Tidewater, where he made his bones, I believe, down there. That's where it was. Yeah. Yeah, Tidewater. Tidewater. He's down yeah, there. I, I was up here reading Millsaps and Lindquist. And yeah. Well, anyway, uh, read this column yourself if you have a chance. I know okay. you're busy. I'm going to read it when we get off the air because I won't have time to read it on the air. Uh, if I can read it on uh, during our breaks, I will, and then uh, update. But, uh, no, John was just reading the first couple paragraphs. That's all. So then well, you got to balance it with the rest of the, the column. going to let crazy stuff happen. And the uh, judge is not going to let crazy stuff happen to kids who are doing nothing but complying with his order. It's, it's, just, it's just not going to happen. Uh, we'll see how so it plays out. There'll be some mediation, some exceptions, some hardship rules. Something will, will happen so these kids, I think, will be able to play if they opt to play during this period of time when the judges allow them to play. All right. Well, it, we, it, we, as you said, you know, they broke up Standard Oil. They broke up Ma Bell. I mean, I understand right. all that. Uh, this right. is this is a different situation. You have college kids and uh, portals and nils and all this kind of thing. And it's, uh, but yeah, I mean, things do. You know, Philip Morris split up into Philip Morris International and Altria right, right. here in town. I mean, th- those right. things happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the, the remember the great words of Jerry Tarkanian, right? You, you remember the great words of Jerry? Uh, not well. I might to throw it at me. Everybody in our systems are free agent, but the guys who make us the money. That's what he said. <laughs> That's what he said. He's All right. Exactly right. We All got right. a roll. Uh, one thing, John, and I were talking about Purdue and Alabama, or Arizona. Why keep saying that? Purdue, Arizona tomorrow, one versus two in the CBS Power Poll, one versus three Espo. And uh, they're playing in Indianapolis, and Arizona's minus one and a half, according to Derby Bill. How about them apples? I like everything about it. And my, my pick is give me a big athlete over a little athlete every time. Thank you, Parth. Thanks for calling out. Listen, I I appreciate you calling in, weighing in on this, and saying, "Hold your horses, fellas. Let's see what happens. See what the judge says. See if we can get a restraining order. The whole package and all." So, but but read David Teal. You'll enjoy him. You'll enjoy him. I'm sure he's a good. Look, I'm sure he's great. But in the words of Bobby Knight, we all learn to write in second grade, then we move on. You're cold, dog. You're cold. We'll call you Scrooge for Christmas. All right, that kind of world, baby. That kind of world. I know, dog eat dog world. You're wearing uh, was it milk bone underwear, right? All right, partner. Honesty's better. Take care. All right, Mr. Schilling of the esteemed firm of Schilling and Esposito. We'll take a pause. 
Yeah, I'm going to run down the hall. Give me some uh, little water here to wet the whistle. Stay with us right here on 1061 ESPN. I'm Big Al. Lewis on the other side of the glass this morning, and we're talking. You're talking. You listen to Sports Phone. You can call in at three two seven zero eight 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 three two seven zero eight eight eight. Don't touch that dial. Call in. Talk about a lot. Talk about today. Stay with us. Let's get social. Follow us on X and Instagram at ESPN Richmond. And find us on Facebook by searching ESPN Richmond. Don't miss a thing from your home for sports in Richmond. 1061 ESPN. And we are back now and live. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Buffalo and Dallas playing. I want to throw it. Lewis is... uh, is running the show today, other side of glass, uh, and uh, young man. How are you? You've got to be in your early twenties, I'm guessing, aren't you? No, I'm 32. You are? Yes. Sir. Uh, you just look 32. younger. There you go. You wanted to say something about the portal, I believe. You'd mentioned to me during a pause. You want to have your um, your your piece to say on that. Go right ahead. You've got the floor. Yes, man. I think a lot of this has to do with two things, um, mm-hmm. and and one of those things is that I think. I think the NBA kind of messed it up whenever they made some of these phenomenal one-of-a-kind players have to wait a year before mm-hmm. they get drafted. And then the second thing is uh, I think it's, it's it's so hard to become a student athlete that once some of these players make it to a university or, 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 or what have you, like it comes with a sense of entitlement. And, and like I think you kind of have to be good enough to – even take a risk and even put yourself out there to be able to 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 transfer. I mean, just like just think if a lot of these players were like draft draft material one, like they wouldn't be there. Um, secondly, I mean, like I said, it takes a lot of guts to to be like, all right, cool, I'm gonna leave the school that gave me an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Put yourself in the transfer portal and you know hope somebody else is 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 just gonna take you. I mean, well, yeah, you, you're not going to put yourself in a portal unless you think that. I mean, you, you got to have a feeling that somebody's going to take you. You can't. You just like walk into that thing blind. I don't think. Now you can always take yourself out of the portal. You know, there's that. You know, you can put yourself. All right, I'm going to get the portal. Then nothing. You can change your mind. As far as I know, you can say, "Well, I'm going to stay here." I, now I might be wrong about that. I know you can put yourself up for the NBA draft or NFL draft. Well, the NBA draft is more prevalent in this regard, and then pull yourself out if you don't get an agent. So maybe the portal's the same. I, I, maybe I spoke too soon. I don't know. But I would think if you're going to be in the portal, it's because you know somebody wants you. As far as the NBA goes, what you're talking about, you know, you got guys that, yeah, they got to go to school for one year. Like a football player has to be in a school for three years. In other words, play a sophomore and junior year, or excuse me, freshman, sophomore, after being redshirted for a year so that you're physically more capable because football being such a physical game. Right. So you got to be there three years. That's what, you know, Mike, Michael Vick redshirted his first year at Tech, then played as a freshman and sophomore, and then he went pro. And a lot of guys do that. You know, I understand but, that. But NBA, you have your guys that you know that are one and done, uh, and then you have a, a tier just below them that are going to be not quite good enough to go to the pros right away, like the one and doneers. Yeah, you know, and so they may they transfer somewhere else and say, "Hey, I can get I can get more publicity. I can be on TV every week, that type of thing." You know, and the NBA will see me instead of just read about me. Yeah, you know, so there's that too, uh, to to get into the portal to maybe to be able to show like you know, last year Notre Dame got the Wake Forest quarterback. This year they got the Duke quarterback. Where are they going to get more publicity, Wake, Duke, or Notre Dame? Uh, Dame or either Duke. 
Well, well, like Notre Dame from, from like from, from like the football aspect. Yeah, that's like talking football. Yeah. Last year, Sam Hartman went to Notre Dame. He had a fifth year, and because what? Why? He's on TV every week. Mm. Notre Dame's on TV every week. All their NBA, all their home games are on NBC. ABC will pick up road games. Right. So Wake and Duke are not on TV every week to, uh, as a national broadcast. So they say, "Hey, I go to Notre Dame. They're going to see me, good, bad, or indifferent." Yep. And that's I mean, plus there's money, you know. Yep. Plus there's money. You get more money at Notre Dame in the nil than you will at Wake or Duke. Agree. Yep. Yep, I now, agree. Basketball at Duke, you might get more money than you would get more money playing basketball at Duke than you would at Notre Dame. Oh, but football-wise, you could get more money at Notre Dame than you would Duke or Wake, plus the national exposure. Yep. Well, there you go. But, uh, yeah, you've got valid points there. Uh, one thing I didn't say yet, I want my man Reggie to call me this morning. Virginia State marching, this is the front of the paper today, above the fold. Virginia State marching on ESPN Showcase. The Trojan Explosion. I wonder if the woo-woo girls are going. Where's Reggie when I need him? Are the woo-woo girls going? Uh, let's see, they're practicing Rochester State, State. Let's see, the band is traveling to Atlanta to compete in the ESPN inaugural, the historical black college and university band of the year competition at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. That's where they you know, play the football games, like Alabama, Georgia. Uh, so there you go. The, congratulations to the Trojan Explosion. Virginia State University, high above the mighty Appomattox River. So there you go. Go get them. Just just across the river from Petersburg is Ettrick. And so good, good, good. That's that's hey, listen, that's good. They've got a great marching band, they got the woo woo girls, the whole smorgasbord. Where's Reggie when I need him? All right, uh, one thing I did want to talk about today, and we've touched on it, but haven't gotten to it fully, and we only have a few minutes, we'll get a pause again. And uh and that is uh the Bills and the Bovine Cartel. You'll hear it here right here on one oh six one ESPN if you're out driving around in the rain. Um, there, I don't see a bigger game on the docket than that. Indy Pittsburgh, no. I mean, we're talking about Buffalo seven and six. They are number eleven right now in the AFC, but they're tied with five other teams for the two last wild card spots. But they got some climbing and a crawling to do if they're expected to make the playoffs up in Buffalo because of the teams. Yeah, they got to jump them all. It's always what I say about sports. If you're if you're three, five, six games behind the guy in front of you in baseball, for example, if you only got to catch that deer in front of you. Then you can you have a good shot at. It. But if you're six or seven games back and you got three other teams in front of you, then you got to leapfrog four teams, and that's when it becomes tough to do. And this is what the Bills situation is: they've got to win out because the other teams that are also in the hunt for those final two playoff spots. Because right now uh, your your playoff spots uh, in the uh, uh, a, uh, a, the AFC, uh, Cleveland is eight and five, and then the six people back of Cleveland are seven and six. Now Cleveland stubs her toe and loses, and half the seven and sixers uh, win and go to eight and six. You got it, Browns eight and six, and, uh, and and maybe three other teams at eight and six. So it's uh, incumbent upon the Buffalo Bills, it would behoove them, I guess a better way to maybe say it, to win their final four to get to 11-6 and six, and then uh, hope that they've climbed and crawled over. This is the game of the week. Buffalo's favored by one and a half. It's going to be 50 degrees with rain. It's not going to be cold. 
Uh, Baltimore-Jacksonville is a good game this weekend as well. That's Sunday night football. The Wavens are down in Jacksonville. Jacksonville's lost, I think, their last two, have they not? And the Ravens are playing damn good football, 10-3. and three. Great game last week against uh, against the uh, – who did they play? Who did ball? Oh, they played the Rams. Rams took them to overtime. Good game last week in Baltimore if you watch that. I would think Baltimore has a chance at winning Jacksonville. only thing that might prevent them from doing that is that Jacksonville, like a cornered rat, like the Buffalo Bills, has to win. They have to win. Plain and simple. They lose. All of a sudden, Houston Indy win. you got a three-way log jam for first in the south of the AFC. Plain and simple. Buffalo loses. They go to 7-7. Seven and, seven, and you might as well bring out the, uh, the trumpet and play uh, taps. Is it the trumpet you play taps? What's the instrument that plays taps? God, I'd have to look that up. I don't know. You know, I've heard it. Anyway, um, Dallas has won seven of eight. Their only loss was a five-point loss November the 5th to the Eagles in Philadelphia. They avenged that last Sunday. The Bills have been jumping around like a gig frog. You know, they, they lost their opener to the Jets. Scratch your head on that one. Uh, they won three in a row, lost to Jacksonville at home. Not a lot of bad there in that, but it was at home. They should have they should have beaten Jacksonville at home. They didn't. Uh, then they beat the Giants, lost to New England. Explain that one to me. How they lose to the Patriots? You gave up 29 points. The Patriots only scored 169 all year, which means in their other 12 games, they only got 140. That's not even 12 a game. It's like the Raiders. They got zero last week on Sunday against the Vikings and put up 63 four days later. So the joke is, I guess you could have a joke, the Raiders go from zero to 63 in four days. You know, Bill Carr Company's already talking about, well, this this Mustang will go from zero to 60 in less than a second. <laughs> Pow! So anyway, we know what the Raiders can do. Zero to 63 in four days. Spread that one around and give me credit, will you? I know you're laughing and loving it. Uh, they beat Tampa. They lost to Cincinnati. I can't remember if Burrow was in that game or not. Uh, they lost to Denver at home. I know Denver turned it around, but still, you don't lose that game if you're Buffalo. But they did. And they lost to Philadelphia in Philly uh, what, 10, 12 days ago on the 26th of November. They lost that one. So they've been up and down willy nilly. I know we got to get to a pause here. Uh, but the bovines have been uh, you know, stronger than uh, having to drink castor oil. And because uh, they've won, what, five in a row? One, two, three, four, five in a row. They lost Philadelphia. They won two prior to that. So they've won seven of eight after a, what, two and one and um, three and two start because they got waxed by the Niners, uh, Allen's Niners. So they've been playing well. We'll see what happens in Buffalo Sunday. The Bills are favored by one and a half. What does Derby Bills say about that? That's what I want to know. Uh, Buffalo has to focus on when Dallas is tough. They're dog tough now. I mean, they're scoring. They're a plus 198 in the National Football League. I mean, come on. Nobody's 198 in points scored. Point differential. I mean, we're going to quickly do the, tell you about this, and then we're going to move quickly to a pause. I mean, like Miami's plus 70, but I mean, plus 117, but they scored 70 in one game. Uh, 143 for Baltimore. The, I'm telling you, the Ravens, don't short the Ravens. Uh, they've only allowed 218 points this year in 13 games. Do the math. 143 plus. Uh, Kansas City is only a plus 64, and it shows they're 8-5. The bovine cartel. 
I put him in plus 198. Excuse my math. Plus 188 in 13 games. By contrast, Washington, 4 and 9, minus 134. That would be a difference of 322 points in my book. Holy cow. And nobody else in the – got San Francisco now. Now here we go. Now we're talking another good team. The Niners are plus 175. So the Bovine Cartel and the Niners are 1-2 in point differential. They're both 10-3. and three. They both scored some points. San Fran 380, the Bovine Cartel, all the way up to 421. Let's take a pause. We'll, re- we'll, re- uh, we'll return. Kobe is here from 96.5, Classic Rock 96.5. Is Ray G coming in? I don't know. She's out with her dog. Well, you know, they should should call that show Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope she'll come out. Send her a text. Tell her to get herself in here if she She wants. She knows. All right, we'll keep showing her pictures of Garoppolo. (laughs) (laughs) On the bench. All right, we're late taking a pause. We're going to do that. We'll come back. We have Kobe here and hopefully Reggie, the morning team at Classic Rock 96.5, a sister station down the hall. Stay with us right here on 106.1. ESPN, I'm Big Al. You're listening to Sports Fump with Lewis on the other side of the glass. The number to call, 327-0888. Hey, I lit up the bat phone. I'm putting it up there for Reggie. Where's my man Reggie? Stay with us. The NFL season is in full swing, and we don't want anyone to forget. We have NFL coverage every Sunday afternoon, as well as every Dallas Cowboys broadcast. Here on your home for sports in the River City, 1061 ESPN Richmond. Are you the sports fan that does not want ESPN weather? Good Friday morning. Even though it's a cold start out there right now with temperatures in the upper 20s, we're going to be slightly warmer this afternoon with a high of about 58 degrees. So compared to yesterday, feeling a little bit better and staying sunny and bright as we go into tonight clear and cold yet again back down the 20s quiet weather will persist into saturday but we are tracking a lot of rain that will arrive during the morning hours of sunday and it will get heavy at times through sunday afternoon into sunday night I'm meteorologist Julie Watkins from CBS 6, your weather authority. Wondering what's on tap this week? Just head to our website and to our This Week on 1061 ESPN Richmond page for a preview of what's to come on 1061 ESPN. There you go. How many Rolling Stones are dead? Charlie Watts, the drummer. Yeah. It was Brian Jones who was with the band originally, and he died young in the 60s, I think it was. Mm-hmm. The 70s, maybe. He was replaced by Ronnie Wood, if I'm not mistaken. Hey, it's music time. I got two guys here. Beauty and the Beast, a new show, a new segment. Beauty and the Beast on 106.1 Fridays. Give a call. <laughs> guess, guess which one's the beauty and guess which one's the beast. It's Kobe. Toby's the beauty. <laughs> He's the beast. <laughs> you the beauty, darling. You the beauty. Uh, we do have Kobe. Of course, I guess the, it's, it's Ragey and Kobe is the, how it's titled in the show, right? Uh-huh. Yes. There you go. So, y'all are here. Thank you for coming. We're here. And appreciate that. It's always good to have folks from down the hall to come in and say hello. You know sports very well. You like Garoppolo, so that qualifies, <laughs> for, you. That qualifies for you being in here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Can't yeah. forget Joey B and Josh Allen. Josh Allen, you really you like? Now he's not as natural. He's not as good looking as as say Garopp. He's a cutie pie. He's a cutie pie. <laughs> I, I think, think Josh Allen's like a, a different kind of cute. Like there's one yeah. guy that you would want your, to meet mom. Yeah. There's one guy you want to keep away from mom. <laughs> Jimmy's yeah. the guy you keep it's away like, from mom. There's one like, for the sheets and one for the streets. <laughs> who, 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 God, why am I drawing a blank? Who sang Super Freak? Rick James. 
Rick James, right? Rick James. He's the kind you don't take home to mama. Super freak. Exactly. I don't think Josh Allen's a super freak, but hey, who knows? No, he's the good guy. Uh, Agaropoulos is one, one you there's don't There's one you date, and there's one you just, you know, have which fun Which of Josh Allen and, and uh, Garoppolo, which one do you take home to mom, and which one you don't? Josh Allen you take <laughs> home to mom. Okay. Yeah. We'll see if Lewis can find Super Freak for us. And then, uh, someone else. Have you ever heard of that game, F, Mary, Kill? Say that again. So it's the F word, like, which oh, you can't oh, say. No, but, no, so no, it's, no. It's, it's F, Mary, Kill. So you'd say three people. You have to, you know... Obviously, it's a game. It's fictional. You have to do one, you marry to, one, yeah. kill one. Yeah, so that's what. So Jimmy would definitely be the F guy. Oh wait a minute, Josh. Let's, let's, let's move on from that. Let's let's move on from that a little <laughs> bit here. This is a different audience than what you guys have. A totally different audience. But explain it to me during a break. Will do. All right, thank you. Well, you can also like PG it up. Kiss, Mary, kill. Oh, there you go. There you go. Kiss, Mary. See, kill. I'm the beast. I bring the. <laughs> Just the raunchy stuff. <laughs> it's okay, but I, I just we have a different audience. That's all. Um, now, which oh, you take you take Josh Allen home to Mama? Yeah. Okay, and you keep Garoppolo away from her. Yeah, because Mom's going to want to date him. And Joey B can go either way. <laughs> Joey B, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, Joe. Burrow. Well, I forgot about Joey Burrow. How do you forget about Joe Burrow? <laughs> I'm straight. <laughs> He's not playing. He's out for the year. He's out for the year. You move on. Uh, what's his name? Brown. He's doing a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah, for Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Washington was a, was a husky. Yeah, out of Washington. So, anyway, uh, good football this weekend. Basketball is starting to really begin to roll. Uh, Purdue is playing uh, Arizona. AP Polar one and three. That should be a good game. Number one and number three. Yeah, it should be. And then, of course, bowl games begin tomorrow. These are superfluous bowls that don't need to be played. But they can hang a banner somewhere, and they can all pat themselves on the back. Sponsorship money. Yes, by all <laughs> all those things. are 40-41 bowls, which is ludicrous. Yeah. And uh, you look at the list of bowls, and it's just like, you've got to be kidding Now, there's some good ones in there. And there will be by the time we get after Christmas. You know, right before Christmas, we'll get good bowl games. And pro football, CW, they have three games tomorrow on Saturday. Yeah, I was confused by that because when we first started doing my picks on our show, mm-hmm. um, you know, I had to drill into my head that there were no games on Saturdays, but now there are. Yeah, last few weeks of the season. Yeah, really last bad. couple of weeks. Exactly. Steelers are playing tomorrow. Yeah, your Steelers are playing the Colts in Indianapolis. Not looking forward to it. What are you going to do? I don't think we can, we can't beat anyone right now. We couldn't beat in the, uh, we couldn't beat New England or Arizona at home. That's bad. That's real. I'm bad. telling you right now. You ain't got a backup quarterback. We do not have a backup quarterback. I don't yeah. know if we have a starting quarterback. I don't know if Kenny's the guy. And I don't know. And I'm Give also him next year. I don't know if Tomlin's the guy. Tomlin's 17 years not losing season. A I, Super Bowl I, I, win. But enough of that. Enough of that. <laughs> you about could seven, be a Washington fan. But the Steelers, the Steelers are held to a higher bar. And in, 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 in one playoff appearance since 2017 is not cutting it for Steelers fans. Right. Right. We last won a playoff game in 05. Okay. This is 23, Jack. That I really couldn't, I would not be a good Washington fan then. <laughs> no. Because I'm already like, you know. This is time off in purgatory. I could go out and steal a record from a record store, or not a record, I guess, a CD, and I won't get, that won't be marked against me. I've earned the uh, uh, venial sins I can go out and commit now because it's time off in purgatory. 
I'll get to purgatory. I say, oh, you were a Redskin fan for how many years? And oh no, here's the bus going. You're going to heaven. Who uh, knows? Mike Tomlin might be the next coach of the Commanders. No, don't want him. <laughs> don't, don't want him. him. Don't well, want Bill he, Belichick. He's never had a losing season. <laughs> don't want him. He's he's, he's going to be tired. He's doing it 17 years, right? Sure. How many years you been yeah. doing radio, Ragey? Uh. Six? Six? Maybe. Another 11 years from now, you might be saying, hey, I'm a little tired of doing this. Especially <laughs> working with the Beast. Hopefully not. <laughs> so what do you, I mean, I, I'm like a young offensive mind. I think, Bra- what, I think Brandon Staley will be free come, uh, I don't know, who knows, maybe later today. Yeah, maybe the Steelers can pick him up. No. <laughs> we, no. We know, he's terrible. I mean, there's a new joke I just invented this morning. I've never invented a joke before. So I didn't get ready for this. The Raiders can go from zero to 63 in four days. You know how car companies yeah, say you know, yeah. zero, it can go Five zero seconds, to 60 seconds, in, yeah. in, in a half a second. What are you doing here? It should be at the funny bone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> When's open mic night? You're going to get a brick wall you, behind you. The two of y'all come with me. We'll be your opener. Yeah, no, no, no. We're all in there together. So we can just look at each other. What the hell have we the done? Three Stooges. <laughs> anyway, uh, we should get pictures of every starting National Football League quarterback, and she can you know, like rate a record on American Bandstand. We've almost done that. Yeah, we've right. pretty much done we're, that. We're running out of ideas. Thankfully, the season's almost over, because we're running out of ideas on what she picks on. Well, not thankfully. It's sad that the season's almost over. <laughs> She's actually done pretty good. Her record's 38 and 31. Of picking games? Yeah. Against the line? No, not the line. Just, just, yeah. just straight, straight up. No, no, no. Reason. We don't go on actual stats. <laughs> you don't. You don't do the line. Okay, we go on straight vibes. up. That's always straight up's good. That's not bad. Yeah, if you hit seventy five percent. I roll. I don't know what that means. Uh, it means you're doing a great job. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Dallas Buffalo, big game. Mm-hmm. Did, did y'all talk about that at all this week? We did a little bit. Well, we did today. I think a little bit. All right. Again, we've got K- uh, KG and because you don't and, uh, you don't know Kobe you on. don't know what Bills team is going to show up. That's a problem. It's not going to be cold. I was hoping it'd be cold. It would favor Buffalo. I That's know. Great. I was hoping the same. And it's going to be like I think in the forties. Oh, yeah, fifty degrees is the high. Yeah. Now they start at four twenty-five, so maybe forty-five or forty <clears> in the game. But it'll rain the whole game, is from what I've looked at so far. So that that could be a factor, right? So yeah, we just got to show up. Bills got to show up. Bills got to show up. It's a home game. They've lost home games to Denver. And who else? Oh, that was embarrassing. Who else they lose to? Denver's turned it around, though. They've turned it around. Fuck yourself. Uh, yeah, the Denver's turned it around. That's uh, the bovine cartel. Where'd I put my sheet on the bills? I don't know where I put it. I've lost it. I've got it here somewhere. Here we go. Uh, they lost to Denver at home. I still don't have their team. There was somebody else that they lost to, and I can't find my sheet. Here we go. Thank you for bearing with me. Oh, no problem. Y'all are looking at me like, why am I in here? Is what y'all are thinking over there. They lost to Denver at home, 24-22. That's just not good. They lost to Jacksonville at home. They lost to New England at home. Yeah, New England. They've too. scored 169 points all year, 13 games, right, New England? I don't know. They got. Well, I, I do, and that's why I'm letting you know. <laughs> They scored 29. They've only scored 140 in their other 12 games. Almost a third of their points. A quarter of their points was against the Bills. I mean, everybody knows if you know. I was, by the way, I'll let y'all in on a little secret. I was flashcard champ in the third grade. Wow. So y'all don't know what flashcards oh, are, do you? I know what flashcards you know? are. So, Who doesn't know what flashcards are? <laughs> I mean, some things don't go out of style. I think they style. did them. I didn't ever think y'all did them. I mean, I was in third grade like in 63. 
My mom's a teacher. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you got it then. <laughs> anyway, they put 140 up in 12 games. Well, anybody knows 12 times 12 is 144. So they didn't even score 12 points a game. And they put 29 on the Bills in Buffalo. Who's going to show up tomorrow for the Bills? Sunday? Yes, Sunday. Excuse me, not tomorrow. Thank you. I'm hoping the good team shows up. We carry the Cowboys here, believe it or not. I've hated the bovine cartel since I was... Uh, uh, Hector was a pup and he died 30 years ago. Since you were... Uh, Little. In third grade in 63? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, who wins this game? Seriously, who's going to win this I, game? I, I, it's, I don't know. I think it's, it's going to be a straight toss-up. I think if Buffalo wins, it's close. If Dallas wins, it's a blowout. That's what I think. That's one, that's one way of looking at it. Uh, they put up points lately. They're a plus 188. Dallas? Dallas. Yeah. San Francisco's second, plus 175. Nobody else is close. This is a big margin of difference, point differential. Mm-hmm. Plus 188. Have you heard this conspiracy theory about the Super Bowl logo? Fire it at me. I'll believe anything. That uh, <laughs> for the past couple of years since they had the newer style logo, the, the last two Super Bowls, the teams that were in the Super Bowls, uh-huh. the color schemes are in the, the Super Bowl logo. So people are saying the NFL is rigged. And last year it was green and red, Chiefs and Eagles. So this year the logo has red and purple. So people are saying 49ers, Ravens is the most likely yeah. uh, matchup because the other one would be the Vikings versus who, the Chiefs. The Vikings, the Vikings aren't going to the Super Bowl. No, not the Vikings. If you see purple, I'm thinking Vikings, I ain't going anywhere. Yeah, but the Ravens are tough. I mean, they, they've, they've only allowed 218 points. They're tough. I'm not a Raven fan, but you gotta like what they're doing. You gotta like what I mean. If you follow football, you I hate the Ravens because I'm a Pittsburgh fan. But well, yeah, yeah that's like solid. me. Yeah, it's like me liking the Cowboys. Ain't gonna happen. Right. All right, let's take a pause. Uh, Ray G and Kobe are with us from uh, Classic Rock 96.5, sister station down the hallway, and uh, the segment here is called Beauty and the Beast. So stay with us. We shall return. And wrap up real quickly. Let's get social. Follow us on X and Instagram at ESPN Richmond. And find us on Facebook by searching ESPN Richmond. Don't miss a thing from your home for sports in Richmond. 1061 ESPN. For the Dallas Cowboys all season is 1061 ESPN. Brought to you by Arthur's Electric and Park and Go. I'll have a blue. Christmas without you. Oh, if you feel so it will be blue. It'll be just thinking I'll be about you. It'll be decorations of red on a green Christmas tree. It won't be the same dear. If you're not here with me, and when those ever be blue, we don't have time to wait for the kazoo. Thank you, Lewis. It's a great, great version of this song. Thank you, Hoss. All right, Bruce is with you. Bruce, we've got about a minute or so for you at the most. We're pushing the clock here. What do you got? Just George McGinnis, big guy. I just wanted to hear your comments on. Uh, well, we commented, called, we did that earlier, and uh, we talked about he came okay. out of Indiana and he jumped to the ABA, and a couple teams, in, you know, in the ABA, and then with the Sixers, with uh, uh, Doc, they had played I think somewhere else in the ABA together, and then they had a third partner. There were three guys and only one ball, and that never works, as you know. And he got traded from the Sixers at some point, but he was a hell of a player. 
hell of a hell of a player. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. all. I, hey man, enjoy your enjoy your Christmas. Hey, well, so I'll be here next week. I'll call in if you get a chance. Okay, Dean. All right, Virginia Avenue, Bruce, Petersburg man. Got to stand up for our Petersburgers. Yes, sir. Who taught Moses Malone the inside game? George McGinnis. You. <laughs> We're from Petersburg. We're the same age. Unfortunately, he passed away oh, eight years ago. Moses did. I didn't realize that. Yeah. He played for the Hawks when I, when I, I had uh, family in Atlanta. He yeah, he was Hawks. jumping around making money at the end, but he made his bones with the Rockets and the Sixers. Yeah. Uh, well, Julius Service only uh, ring was when they brought Moses in to fill out the team. Julius Servan would have never won a title without Moses. Do you know what team the Sixers were before they were the Sixers? I know the Philadelphia Warriors used to play there. And they moved to Oakland. With the Nets. San Francisco. Nope. Now, the Nets were the New Jersey Nets and New York Nets, uh, the old ABA. What were the Sixers before that? Syracuse Nationals. The Nationals. In fact, uh, Syracuse. Are you sure they didn't, they didn't become the uh, Cincinnati Royals? No, I guess they didn't. No, they? that was the Rochester Royals. Rochester Royals moved And then there, they moved yeah. to Sacramento. Yep. And That's then they the folded. You can see oh, still there, Kings, sometimes yeah. the Kings wore a throwback, and it'll be Rochester Royals jerseys. And and I know back in the day, Sixers have wore throwbacks, and they were the Syracuse Nationals. Syracuse Nats. How about that? And the Buffalo Braves had a team, too. Well, the, the, the Philadelphia Warriors played there in Philadelphia first. And then moved to Oakland. And moved out there, yeah. Or they moved to San Francisco first, then to Oakland, now oh, okay. back to San Francisco. So a lot of NBA back in the day. In, I don't in even New know York. what sport we're talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just over here petting my dog. Petting old dog, Luna, Luna dog, best dog in the building. <laughs> I'm the second best. I'm the second best dog in the building. <laughs> <laughs> Luna's, Luna's the queen. She really is. A, she's a rescue dog. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned, we have a rescue dog, and he's great. He just loves being had. Adopt loves, loves having, you know. Somebody took me, and they're they're very. Those dogs are very happy. You were showing me your pugs yesterday. Yes, yeah. yeah. All we have three rescue dogs. Three rescue dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're both big fans. Oh, we're of out, not only we're out of time. We only got twenty seconds. Let me quickly thank uh, Jamie King, John Avert, Espo, and then you two for coming in. Of course, Ray G and Kobe from ninety six five. Lewis, thank you for your work on the side of the glass. Thank you. We'll see you Monday. You'll be here Monday and Tuesday with me. Yes, I will. All uh, right, King will come on at seven to start it. We'll be on at eight o'clock. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the football and basketball. Athletics all year round. W291CL Lakeside Richmond. WURVHD2 Richmond. We are 1061 ESPN.